welcome to Unclassical. And if you're noticing that our voices sound a little flat, <laughs> we, um, we, we just... Were, we, I, I'm Marsha. That's Katie. I'm Katie. Um, welcome back. Yeah, we were literally... Katie had pressed record and I was like, wait. Boris Johnson did his farewell speech this morning. We should actually watch it before we start recording. Because, uh, topical! And... I know we're, like, shouting into the echo chamber. But what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> and why does he live on Albert Square? Because <laughs> everyone else think at the end when it was just sort of, like, padding away, watching him go off in his fucking 4x4 four four because, you know, fuck the planet. Yeah. And you could just hear the EastEnders theme tune mm. rolling. Boom, boom, boom. Are you talking about dinner and someone called Harry? Yeah, what? Dylan, have we missed something? I have no idea. It was like, I don't know who calls Dylan. Harry? Harry made up? Like, like, what? Was I, he just recapping EastEnders for us? Oh, maybe. <laughs> In which case, cheers, mate. Um, oh, uh, I wonder what happened last week. Uh, street crime was down 38%. Yeah, because no one could fucking go on the streets. because we were all locked. Over the last three years, uh, general crime. Okay, I'm sure he could also say that, you know... Um, Traffic um, collisions are down, car yeah. accidents like, yeah, because no one goes anywhere anymore. We're all working from home, love. Literally, that's got literally fuck all to do with you, you fucking despicable psycho... Fucking... He had another bit of being like, and so um, our social care is doing great. Oh, my like, God, yeah. Care, what social care? Yeah, literally. And he was like, oh, the social care in this country, people like envy it as well, well as like the armed forces or whatever in the policing oh, yeah, system. Like, isn't our pl- aren't our armed forces well respected? I mean, I'm not saying they're not, but he was like, they're globally renowned. I'm like, are they? But yeah, no, the social care thing is actually disgusting. Yeah. Like, no. And also just like, you know, being like, we're in such a strong place. No one can afford to get through Lit- the winter. Like, literally. And he was like, and that's how you'll get through this energy crisis this year, which I've done nothing about. Good luck. And yeah, at the beginning... Well done, Conservative. When he said he was like re-entering, sorry, like the, the atmosphere or something, he was like, and by the way, has anyone seen the prices are going up or things? Can I have a job? Like... Can, are jobs going? I've got 45 children. To <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, what? What's going on? That was like, embarrassing. It was fucking embarrassing. And I know you can always hear people like shouting in the back of political political speeches, but you could fucking hear people shouting yeah. in the back of that. I yeah. mean, I'm a little sad not through anything. I know. The security around that, it was quite a small crowd, like, on the whole. We're like, well, if we let anyone more, I mean, no one likes him. He's not got any friends. <laughs> <laughs> they were just going out on the streets like, do you have a particularly strong political agenda? Not really. Okay, you'll have to come in. Yeah, do you? you? To... Yes, I actually think Boris is fucked. No, you can't come in. <laughs> we just need someone so he doesn't look like a loser. Yeah, literally, just someone. I'll give you a ten. I'll give you... Look, I'll give you 20 quid. <laughs> like... Okay. <laughs> You're not going to throw anything. The sass at the beginning as well when he was like, um, yes, it's been a relay race um, for the next prime minister or whatever. And they've changed the rules. Halfway through. And you're like, that's fucking sad. I mean, they're so fucking... Oh, no, and then honey, saying we were honey, a union. Honey, you changed the rules when you rewrote the, the um, COVID rules so that you could get away with your fucking party. So ridiculous. And when he was like saying no one will break this union... Sorry, sorry. Honey, honey, we're not in the union anymore. You made us leave. Literally. And then he's talking about the UK being united. Like, no, it's so fragmented because of you and your fucking despicable party. Boris, everyone hates us. Yeah. Shh. Shh. You're embarrassing yourself. You embarrassed yourself. You embarrassed (coughs) England. You've let us down. Not not just me. Mm. Not just England. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, we just thought we should be a bit 
on it and watch that. <sighs> now, Fucking hell. So welcome back to Emma, everyone. This one's, um, I've written chapter five. It's not chapter five. It's <laughs> like, I don't know, chapter 30. Um, but it is episode five. Mm. Last week, we briefly met Mrs. Elton. Remember Mrs. Elton? She's, she's Mr. married Mr. Elton and um, she's pain in the ass. She's pain in the ass. Um, she's basically, it's really weird. It's like she's the bride in town. So everyone has to like weirdly pay her their respect. So they're like, we have to have her around for tea. It'd be rude not to. She is a bride. And it's like, oh. it's weird. It's that kind of like, you know, with like bridal showers and they're like, now give me presents. They don't give her presents. It's, I mean, but is it like the tradition that's carried on? Like they're special. You should give them presents. I th- To be honest, I think it, I think it actually, well, some of it. Kind of comes from a nice thing being like she's not from around here so we've all got to like make not- and that whole thing like you take a wife you take her away from her family and you keep her in your house and then you're like make new friends with all these people and you're like yeah. oh god <laughs> she's fucking keen she's like we must start a music group ever and emma's yeah. like oh, i can't get shit yeah um but anyway um i don't have got- to i have friends <laughs> I, I don't have to i have friends <laughs> i have one friend <laughs> it is harriet yeah I I like harriet. harriet liked your husband she's brittle she's prettier than you mm-hmm. he doesn't like her at all yeah that's fair that's, that's fair that's anyway fair. She gets worse, so buckle in. Um, so yeah, um, this chapter pains me. I think I mentioned it earlier on and that we'd come back to it. As we all know, Jane Austen is a very thrilling writer. Um, she writes truly gripping and heroic and terrifying <laughs> moments of theatre and drama. Different <laughs> <sighs> context. Um, Jane and the Eltons, not Jane Austen, they're the friend Jane Jane Fairfax um, mm-hmm. and the Eltons have come round to Emma's for dinner um, despite everyone hating each other mm. um, formalities must have this yes um, do you remember that I said Mrs Elton has kind of like taken Jane in inverted commas under her wing and is like yeah, I shall be busy mates with Jane and, um, and Jane's like I didn't fucking ask Jane's like oh lord give me strength <laughs> and Emma's Ooh. like to be fair that is rough Jane yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. And she's like, do you want to step in? Nah. Nah, mate. That's all on you, perhaps. Nah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the, um, Jane and the Eltons have come around to Emma's house for dinner um, and Hedgehog, Mr. Mr. Woodhouse, mm. brings this up. Very sorry to hear, Miss Fairfax, of your being out this morning in the rain. Young ladies should take care of themselves. Young ladies are delicate plants. Uh. They should take care of their health and their complexion. My dear... Did you change your stockings? Oh, oh, no, that's a little bit personal. <laughs> it's also just like... Okay, break it down. Firstly, you're very sweet to be that concerned. Secondly, is this really entertaining, Jane Austen? Did you have to put this in? Yeah, literally. There's an entire chapter on this conversation. Oh, wow. We're not going to go into all of it. We're yeah. going to go into one other bit. I just... Mm-hmm. I had to bring it up just so you guys understand why sometimes Jane hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> Deep this, in my soul. Because this happens. And also, women aren't plants. Like, no. get a grip. Come on. No. Anyway... Bless the patience of Jane Fairfax. Mm. My dear Jane, what is this I hear, says Mrs Elton? Going to the post office in the rain? This must not be, I assure you, you sad girl. <laughs> you fucking loser. Why are you going in the rain, you That's mug? my favourite. You sad girl. <laughs> How could you do such a thing? It is a sign I was not there to take care of you. Oh. Jane, very patient. about you, but whatever. Like, fuck off. Um... Jane very patiently assured her that she had not caught any cold. I'd like to point out to everyone that it was a drizzle and the post office is about a minute from Jane's house. 
it's fine. <laughs> it's also May. Like everyone, she survived, She's and fine. everyone's okay. Oh no! Do not tell me you really are a very sad girl. You do not know how to take care of yourself. Oh, fuck off! Yourself, <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine if you leave me the fuck alone. Literally. Um. So yeah, vomits everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just. Oh, hang on. Does Jane actually say anything to all of this? She's just like, it's alright. Well, she's calmly assures her that everything is fine. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's just fucking shit show <laughs> so anyway they I, I won't bore you with the entire chapter yeah. it's there if you want it guys you know <laughs> thrilling it's chapter as it 34 is. it wasn't far off actually was my guess mm. um, but yeah that's an entire chapter of Jane you can't walk in the rain I you like can. going for a walk it's the only peace and quiet I get Jane you can't you could die <sighs> I'll roll the dice <laughs> roll the dice on that you fucking freak yeah, so anyway they, um, but fuck off it is a walk Everyone else needs to get a grip. Anyway, Mrs. Elton starts to talk to Jane about how inevitably she will be going into service because, yeah, I'm sure that's not a sensitive topic or anything and absolutely one you should be bringing Do up in front you know of people. you'll be leaving your comfortable home soon for servitude? Yeah, pretty much. And, she, and Jane's like, yeah, well, thanks for that. Thanks, yeah. It's just, just it's not scary to. at all. Oh, sorry, it's not May, it's April. <laughs> here as April comes, said she, I get quite anxious about you. June will soon be here. But I have never fixed on June or any other month, merely looking forward to the summer in general about when she'll go into service. Mm. But have you really heard of nothing? I have not even made any inquiry. I do not wish to make any yet. Oh, my dear, we cannot begin too early, and you are not aware of the difficulty of procuring exactly the desirable thing. Are you not aware? said Jane, shaking her head. Dear Mrs. Elton, who can have thought of it more than I have? But you have not seen so much of the world as I have. Oh. You do not know how many candidates there are for the first situations. Like, fuck, fuck, fuck off. Mm. Fuck, fuck, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Like, oh, then I guess I won't find a job and I get to stay at home. What a shame. What a shame, what a shame. They're not going to throw me on this. I don't know why there's such a big deal on it. They're not going to kill her. It's like, oh, as if you're not going to still pay for my lifestyle. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, she is... She is the, um, the worst. So Jane's mm. patience, um, it really is it's something to behold. So this is um Jane saying to Mrs. Elton, You may well class the delight, the honour and the comfort of such a situation together, said Jane. So Mrs. Elton's trying to pressure her into mm. joining a particular com- um particular family and Jane's just keep being like, I'm good, please yeah. don't make any inquiries inquiries. Yeah. Um and Mrs. Elton, She's like, dude, if I just keep my head down, I have a pretty chill life. So shut up. Shut up. And Mrs. Elton's like, I'll contact them for you. And she's like, could you not? Yeah, literally fuck off. She fuck off. Um, You may well class the delight and the honour and the comfort of such a situation together, said Jane. They are pretty sure to be equal. However, I am very serious in not wishing anything to be attempted at present for me. Mm. I am exceedingly obliged to you, Mrs. Elton. I am obliged to anybody who feels for me. But I am quite serious in wishing nothing to be done till the summer. For two or three months longer, I shall remain where I am and as I am. And I am quite serious too, I assure you, replied Mrs. Elton gaily, in resolving to be always on the watch and employing my friends to watch also, that nothing really unexceptional may pass us. <laughs> Look, I, I've i expressed my boundary. Look, I've tried to be nice, but you're heading the right way for a smart <laughs> don't, don't make me spank you, Mrs. Elton. I, don't, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to. You're leaving me limited options here, lassie. <laughs> you go. I'm getting, I'm spanking. Did I mention Jane spent some time in Scotland? <laughs> and when she gets really stressed, it comes out. <laughs> She's just like, from a proper like, look, laddie. 
I do not wish anything to be arranged at present. I shall not stop. Look, missy, have I just about to hear with your shit? Now stop it. Stop it. You're getting a spanking. Emma, bring the tea. Christ. Christ. You spank this bitch until next Thursday. Why do they write Jane Austen like this? I do think we should start a um a company where it's basically like the ghosts people, but we do like really prim and proper period dramas, but they're yeah. just breaking out like have I just about lost you? <laughs> <laughs> period drama EastEnders. But in Scotland. <laughs> but only sometimes. <laughs> They've all got a slight Scottish past. And it just comes out when things get dramatic. Look. <laughs> Otherwise, they're for a perfectly lovely Saturday <laughs> Until things get slightly more out there. And then they all get a little more normal. <laughs> well, that was a journey. Beautiful. Anyway, the dinner goes on with Mrs. Elton continuing to be the most annoying person ever. Um... But moving on, Frank Churchill is set to return to Hartfield and the long-awaited ball is back on the car. Oh, it's been so long-awaited, I actually kind of forgot about it. I was gonna, I was kind of said that with a lot more gusto. And I was like, to be fair, as if you remember. Yeah. Um, so last time he was here, they planned a ball. Yeah. And I think, again, I closed over a bit because it was like 17 fucking chapters of like, oh, and, and we must make sure there's a rug here for you could see there could be a draft. Oh. oh. And is this room really big enough for dancing? Oh, I'm sure it'll be quite pleasant. You're like, <laughs> oh my God, get to it. And after all that, they were like, oh no, Frank had to leave. It's cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's coming back so they're putting mm. the ball on. Yeah. Um, it's the day of the ball. Yeah. I'd be delighted to hear, dear listener, that Emma's dad, Mr. Hedgehog Woodhouse, mm-hmm. is spending the evening with Miss Bates. This was the other thing. Um, what shall Mr. Woodhouse do on his own for an evening? I'm sure he won't die. Yeah. Um, but oh, my God, that it. fucks me off. Like, yeah, like, well, so-and-so's on their own. And the main thing is, like, when you're leaving, like, the man with the kids. And, like, oh, what are they going to do? And you're like... Live. Survive. I, to be honest, as long as everyone's alive at the end of it, which they fucking should be, because bare minimum, I don't give a shit. I think it was in Shag Married Annoyed. Um, this was quite a while ago. And, they was, and, like, Rosie was out for the day or something. And I think um, Chris was like, I mean, it might not have been at my mm. point of their story. So sorry, guys. If no, this I think your you're story. right. I think it was. Um, yeah. um, he was like, "Where's the park?" Or something like that. And you're like, "Yeah." And he's like, "What do park? I dress them in? What do I do with them?" And she's like, "You fucking figure it out. You're their dad." Like, would you like? What yeah. should they wear to the park? Or like, where? I think <gasps> there was a not thing. Not my wedding dress. Yeah, and like, where should I take them today? And she was like, "Soft place. Sorry, like, fucking figure, figure it out." It out. I, Wait, I don't know. I, literally, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, that infuriates me, the idea that, you know, like, so I have to manage everything. Literally. And, oh, I did, so this is my tangent, guys. I didn't read the article because I get annoyed with really clickbaity articles and refuse to read them and just go to the comments instead because... <laughs> yeah, I thought you said Cobbett, which is a pub near us, and I was like, do you? Why don't you invite me? <laughs> I like Cobbett. I, I think I've been inside the Cobbett once. Oh, it's all right. Um, anyway, <laughs> I like the wine bar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's more your speed. <laughs> that's more my speed. Um, anyway, I don't like pints. I like wine and fancy cocktails. Um, <laughs> we used to have a cocktail bar there on Saturdays. There you go. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Um, anyway, but I saw an article the other day, and again, like I didn't read it, so might not relate. But anyway, mm. the title and the 
comments from people who apparently did read it mm. um was saying about how it was like they're one of those am i the asshole ones oh yeah and it was like probably the, the gist that i got from it was like no actually it was that, um this woman had organized like a trip to the zoo for her family and her husband didn't wake up and she was like i'm not fucking waking him about without him <laughs> like, no he didn't like he slept he overslept but she didn't wake him and went to the he's zoo. like so selfish being dead i'm going without you so selfish and then um so the story was that he woke up and rang his mum like she didn't even wake me i wanted to go to the zoo and her angle was like you're a grown up yeah it's not my responsibility to get you up and dressed i was doing that literally you're an adult. Yeah, fuck you, literally. And there was a butthurt guy in the comments being like, uh, she never stated that she had a job too, so presumably she's at home all day with the kids and he's probably overtired, so needed his sleep. And oh, it's fuck like, off. If you know that you have to get up in the morning because you're going on a family outing Set or whatever, an alarm. you set an alarm. Yeah. You are an adult and you are capable of these things. You can get up and do it for work every day. You can get up and do it with your fucking wife. Literally, yeah. Come the fuck along, sunshine. Come on. You can do it. It's embarrassing. It is fucking embarrassing. Oh, men that can't look after themselves are fucking embarrassing. It's, like, it's fucking tragic. It's 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 a massive ick. Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You have to know how to be a grown up. Yeah. And just the, sorry for the tangent, guys, but I'm angry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Elton's pissing me off. Boris Johnson's pissing me off. <laughs> Jemima Johnson. Jabonson. I was supposed to say Theresa May. To be, to be fair, she hasn't pissed me off today. Um, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Um, In some fields. <laughs> skipping through the fields of wheat um, yeah, have a great time Teresa. I'm not a massive fan but you know yeah, she, yeah. she hasn't done anything today as far as I'm aware yeah as far as we're aware well, she um, probably would have if we'd been in her vicinity yeah yeah um, I was the other one Truss Truss yeah Teresa Truss I thought it was a second you were like Teresa Truss I was like Liz Truss <laughs> um, she's pissed me off today as well they yeah. have will piss me off will piss me right off <sighs> literally I'm just annoyed and you know when you're like someone's grating on you you're like no just fuck off for a minute because i swear i'm gonna fucking go and then they just keep going and i just feel like they're not actually gonna go because she's the fucking prime minister and i'm like well you're getting into the fucking danger zone Liz. <laughs> i'm trying to remember what it was sorry it's a tangenty episode <laughs> Uh, so when I was on holiday the other week, we had to wait for like two hours for a ferry. First of all, problems. Mm. I was on holiday in a nice country, but um, and it was the kind of thing like we were waiting around. It was very hot, and people yeah. were getting like heat stroke. No, no, just getting a bit grumpy and stuff. Like it was mm. the kind of thing like, oh, this is I'm really tired and hot. But I'm also surrounded by beautiful mountains, so it's okay. Mm. Um, but one of the people we were with, who is like the sweetest person ever, he's like the, he's like the nicest human being in the world. Yeah. And after he's like, you're right, because he doesn't handle the heat very well. And he was like, yeah, it's just you know when you get like easily irritable and it's hot. And I was like, bitch, it's my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I just I feel a bit mean because the people behind us they just kept saying really obvious things. It's really angry. <laughs> I hope the next ferry isn't late. Like, we all hope it's not late. <laughs> like, oh, I hope it's really late, you fucking idiot. I was just like, I like you more as a person. Like, you're so nice. And he's like, I'm fucking <laughs> But yeah, I hate people. Can't huh? no. huh? Can't um, so yes, Mr. Hedgehog is spending um, the evening Also, it does disturb me that our voice for Mr. Hedgehog is similar to our voice for Boris Johnson. But... Mm. Well, Boris Johnson's a little plummy, whereas Hedgehog's a bit softer and a bit clever. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and, and the thing Boris is, is like this. the Hedgehog is a bit bumbly and a bit cute, and like he's not meant to be Prime Minister. He's a Hedgehog. He's a Hedgehog who can't be left on his own for an evening. Literally. He tries to encourage everyone to eat um, oatmeal. Yeah, and I'm not saying Boris Johnson is sweet like him because he's not because I think he's a fucking psychopath. Neither should be Prime Minister. Neither should be Prime Minister. 
At least one of them's sweet. Yeah, exactly. Um, At least one of them you could picture living in the woods, whilst the other one would probably burn the woods and sell it to his fucking mates. Yeah, it's like, let's frack it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking frack the shit. Frack the shit. So he's having a nice evening with Miss Bates' mother, who's his old friend, who is Mm. Jane's Fairfax's grandmother. My old friends. My old friends. They are old. Mm. So he should be cared for and entertained while Emma is out. Sorry, lads. Minor segue. Um, Oh, yeah. This just... It kind of blew my mind and it really shouldn't have. Mm. Um, I was trying to find, I was looking up anything like interesting about Emma and everything. And basically the articles I read was mostly male writers being butthurt that a female writer should be um, popular, especially when she writes like not epic stuff. Like she writes more more, more homely stuff. There's a lot of men writers just being like, I don't really get the deal with Jane Austen, boring stuff. And it's sort of like, well, she's on the £20 note and you're not. And I've never even heard of you. So you fucking die. Literally. Um, I just had a bit of a brainwave as well. mm. So naturally, women understand human behaviour and emotions better because... smarter. Smarter. And I fucking listen. Mm. And um, therefore, they might be more equipped to write about like everyday life and the emotions and the dynamics and people might read that and, and think like yeah that really like I connect with that because I can like see how everyone would feel in that while stereotypically maybe that a man would be a bit out of his depth with that especially mm. like back then like well I'm not taught to like process emotions so I know why don't we put an awkward amount in I know. And honestly. they're like, it's epic. And like, because you can't understand how to write about emotions. But it's very political. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Good for you, Boris. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the thing that kind of like blew my mind, blew my mind a bit, is that Emma was published over 200 years ago. Mm. I don't know. I kind of like, I, it's one of those things like, oh God, I'm getting existential dread. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of always pictured it like 100 years ago. And when I read that, I was like, is it? I know. Yeah, it's 1815. Well, the thing is, at the museum, we um, have a. Uh, I'm gonna be sick everywhere. Um, a 1940s um, like living room area, and uh, you think that is what like 80 years ago now? Because that's the nearly thing... 100 years ago. Yeah. And that's the other thing. We always think of Victorians being like yeah. 100 years ago, but yeah. it's more like 140. Yeah. 150. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. It's crazy, girl. <laughs> I mean, the 90s was. 20 years ago no yeah <laughs> over 20 years ago yeah tw- in 20s yeah yeah 20 30 years ago yeah yeah it's given me a headache it's like the thing isn't it sort of like um do you feel old yet like shrek came out but people um <clears throat> yeah <laughs> people people feel old yet. people um people who you good watch... <laughs> my People who watched Shrek as children are now parents. Oh God, no, no! Finding Nemo as well. Yeah, I, I tell you something freaky because obviously I did um, children's parties for quite a few years. Yeah, I remember when like not when um, Frozen first came out, but I remember the first lot of Frozen babies being Ugh, like. Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember meeting babies who were like Elsa and Anna, <laughs> and then I remember doing their parties when they were like seven years old. And disgusting. Like, this is Elsa and Anna being like, whoa, whoa, that's disgusting. Like, Frozen was older than them. Do you think some people have called their kids Moana? Yes. No. I mean, you can't call them Elsa and Anna either. Oh, I know. I've met so many sisters called Elsa and Anna. That's. Guys, that's embarrassing. I've also met a lot of twins called Fred and George. That is also embarrassing. Is emb- These are names you give your cats. Yeah, literally. Get some fucking cats, you freaks. Get a cat. Much better. It's anyway, so embarrassing. Embarrassing. So anyway, 
the ball mm. begins. And I hate Mrs. Elton. Mm. Spoiler, spoiler. Now then, everyone, I think it's important that you know, before I read this out, I highlighted the bits I wanted to read in yellow. Oh, it doesn't show up. Not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, really. Do you want to put the main light on? No, I can't see it. I was just a moment looking at the page light. It's lit warmly in here and that's yes, a harsh it's light. it's cosy. Mm-hmm. So yes, I hate Mrs. Elton. After a good many compliments to Jane on her dress and look, uh, and, and look, compliments very quickly and properly taken, Mrs. Elton was evidently wanting to be complimented herself. And it was, how do you like my gown? How do you like my trimming? How, how, how has Wright done my hair? With many other relative questions, all answered with patient politeness. <clears throat> Mrs. Elton then said, nobody can think less of a dress in general than I do. But upon such an occasion as this, when everybody's eyes are so much upon me, and in compliment to the Westons, who have put <clears throat> on the ball, um, who I have no doubt are giving this ball chiefly to do me honour, I would not wish to interfere to, uh, um, in, to be inferior to others and so very few pearls in the room except and, and I see very few pearls in the room except mine so Frank Churchill is a capital dancer I understand so very mm. few pearls in the room except mine a literal pearl like she's, yeah, she's wearing. wearing pearls I thought she was like and you know we're, I'm a diamond in the rough the only one it seems the only one it seems <laughs> no just looking around like I see so few pearls but she does say um, you all seem poor. I would not wish to be inferior to others oh which is shade yeah and I see so very few pearls in the room except mine so Frank Churchill is a capital dancer I understand mm. we shall see of our style suit a fine young man certainly is Frank Churchill I like him very much and because she thinks the ball is in her honour because she's a bride um it's like this weird thing where it's kind of like no one's really said anything but it's sort of like the, no one's said this but the ball is kind of for Emma to try it but from the Western's point of view because they want her and um, Frank to hook up oh um, Cinderella and Prince Charming moment yeah um, so they've been kind of like nudging mm. Frank and Emma to be like the, open mm. the dancing and everything but now that Mrs Elton's come along like I'm in charge um, it's like oh we kind of have to give her because he's like the head of the ball oh. to be honourable because fuck sorry him. I love the way you said like give him to her he is yours now it's really weird <laughs> and I think Mr Weston like solves it by standing up and dancing with her instead and anyway it's fucking weird weird um, vibes but it's also just weird so like she has a husband <laughs> like dance with him yeah literally anyway she's just draining you've not been married that long do you not want to dance with your husband no apparently in not in Bridgerton they fucking love dancing with husbands I know it's fucking weird anyway you all know um, she's just a fat headed cunt um, <laughs> I hate the bitch um, so anyway they all take her to the dance floor <clears throat> and everyone's having a great time dancing except for a few select people Mr Elton Mr Knightley Mrs Weston but she doesn't want to dance anyway mm. a couple of others and poor Harriet mm. poor Harriet poor Harriet <laughs> As, um, and yes, yeah, it's small to people, but no one gives a fuck about old people. <laughs> so, strapping guys, about to get real annoying. Mr. Elton was so near that Emma heard every syllable of a dialogue which just took place between him and Mrs. Weston, and she perceived that his wife, who was standing immediately above her, was not only listening also, but even encouraging him by significant glances. The kind-hearted, gentle Mrs. Weston had left her seat to join him and say, don't you dance, Mr. Elton? To which he promptly replied was, Most readily, Miss we Mrs. Weston, if you'll dance with me. Me? Oh, me? no. I would get you a better partner than myself. I am Aww. no dancer. 
Well, if Mrs. Gilbert wishes to dance, he said um, here, I shall have great pleasure, I'm sure, for though beginning to feel myself rather an old married man, and that my dancing days are over, it would give me very great pleasure to at any time to stand with an old friend like Mrs. Gilbert. Mrs. Gilbert does not mean to dance, but there is a young lady disengaged um, whom I should be very glad to see dancing, Miss Smith. Miss Smith, oh, I had not observed. You are extremely obliging, and if I were not an old married <laughs> man, but my dancing days are over, Mrs. Weston, you will excuse me. Anything else I should be most happy to do at your command, but my dancing days are over. Oh. Bastard. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> so he's he's just humiliated Harriet by being like, I'll dance with you, I'll dance with you. Oh, Harriet, nah, nah I don't dance, I don't dance. Horrible. That's all. And Mrs. there, like, <laughs> Harry has done nothing yeah, but be been kind. bullying her. Bullies. And also, uh, poor Harriet, she deserves so much better. When she first saw Mrs. Elton, she was really nice, really nice, like, oh, she's so pretty. She must be so lovely and Aww. wonderful to deserve to have won his heart because they're such a lovely, happy, sweet couple. And they're <laughs> bastards too. Also, you think, like, and I'm a lot hotter than her, so if he chose her over me, well, at least she's got to be nice. <laughs> no, she's going on about how pretty she thinks she is. Mm. She's only right. Yeah, it's sure. Harriet's hot. Yeah. And also, it matters. Harriet's being nice. Harriet's so nice, but it's not even sure that she's being nice. She just mm. is really nice. Mm. Pisses me off. Anyway, Emma turns away, slightly fuming. Oh, not slightly, silently fuming. Mm. Um, and I get that it's a different time, and that calling Mr. Elton out in front of everyone would just make the situation worse. God, oh my god, but it would be fucking, fucking fun. trip Mrs. Elton and kick out Mr. Elton in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard! Guys, everyone listening, has anyone here as an adult kicked someone in the shins? I just want to know. Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. Um, uh, yeah, get in contact. Uh, I just would like to hear your stories about that. It just, it just looks like such a Is this something we can do? Can we do it? No, no. It's, it's assault, isn't it? It's assault, and I think you... You know when you stub your toe and you feel like your nail go into your toe? Yeah. And your toe like crumbles under it and you really stub it. I think it'd be like that. And you'd be like, do you remember, ah! Do you remember when you were here the other day and I fell off the bed? <laughs> <laughs> I had like an extension block with plug things on the floor and I like stood on it and kind of rolled my ankle and did like a primal scream. And I was like, why in those situations are you not like, ah! Like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's so true though. Like, it, they always depict women being like, ah! But when it actually comes down to the nitty gritty moments yeah. in life. We've been giving birth as well. Everyone says you get like this. <gasps> you know, the only time I've ever seen that well represented. What? In Truly Madly Deeply, whenever her dead husband popped up. <laughs> how I cannot remember the net actress's name. Juliet she, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. She wouldn't be like, ah! She'd be like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, yes. There's that exactly. was a cracking film. I remember enjoying it and her deep scream. And at the, at the time being a child being like, why is she screaming so deep? And then becoming a woman and being like, I get it. Your dead husband pops up. You're going to scream deep. You're going to scream so deep. Ah! <laughs> Such a good niche reference. I want to watch it. I was thinking about it the other day. I wanted to watch it again. I don't remember very well. Now that we used to have on DVD, husband. but yeah. I don't think we do anymore. Um, we don't. We have mum and dad. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think it's in existence in our no. realm anymore. Um, but um, it might so, be on Prime. Yeah, have a look for it. I also want to watch Penelope. It's September, guys. Uh, let us know. Is it still summer for you, or is it autumn now? Um, um, I've got a feeling that Truly Madly Deeply might have a slight Christmas theme. Lovely. Might also, do. Dead Husband. Yeah, I just think it might be getting Christmas. close to Christmas. That's it? sad. 
Yeah. Oh, he, he does. He does die tragically. It's Alan Rickman, guys. That's who plays the husband. <sighs> I, I was thinking that. I was like, that's, that's kind yeah. Of sad. He does die really tragically. Right. Because um, in my brain, it's a medical malpractice. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah. In my brain, um, Alan Rickman is either Snape, and mm-hmm. he's not Alan Rickman. He's Snape. Yeah. Um, and the only other thing I really know him from, I'm not proud of this because I, I, I love Christmas, but I don't particularly like. Um, oh, Love Actually. Yeah, I think it's shit. Mm. Um, but I always think of him like you. You heard Anna Thompson. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I see him as a husband or something, I'm like, you're a bad man. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a bad man. Like, yeah, like, you've made the life that I lead foolish too. It's when she's... St- <laughs> Sorry, my hair touched my arm and it felt like a bug. <laughs> it's the moment when she, like, opens it thinking it's going to be the necklace and it's a, D- it's a CD that she probably already fucking has. Yeah. And she goes upstairs and has her little, like, cry. Yeah. And then, like, okay, kids, let's, let's go. go. And you're like, yeah. oh, Emma, you strong woman. Yeah. And he's Kill like, him. oh, forgive me for being a fool. And she's like, yeah, but <laughs> you made a fool out of me. <laughs> like, Alan. I mean, you're dead. But <laughs> Alan, you're dead. And I actually think you were probably quite a decent person. person. Yeah. But you but hurt your character, Emma. You hurt her. You hurt I her. I hope you gave Emma Thompson, the actress, a good cuddle. Yeah. And Sorry, said, Emma. I would never have hurt you in real life, Emma. She's like, I know, darling. I know, I know. It's all right, darling. Let's never tell our spouses. <laughs> bad people. Bad, I'm bad not suggesting people. I had an affair. I'm no. basing that completely on just being a dick. No proof. I'm sure they're lovely people. And I'm sure he was a lovely person. I'm pretty sure Emma Thompson's in a new thing where she's shagging someone really young. Not like paedophile. Like 30s or something. Well, see... <laughs> <laughs> so you said Emma Thompson's playing in something recently where she's shagging someone really young. Yeah. The most recent thing that I know she's been in is Matilda. <laughs> I'm just like, what? What? I, I, I don't think it's that. I'm just like, huh? I thought it was a kid's song. <laughs> oh, the transport gone bad. <laughs> the transport gone bad. No, it's not funny, Katie. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's a little funny. <laughs> it's a little bit funny. It's funny when you joke about it. It's not funny when you do it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So yeah, Emma's like pissed, um, but there's nothing she can really do without drawing attention to it and humiliating Harry mm. further. Because so far, not everyone's seen if she draws attention. It's gonna make it worse, so, or she can't really do anything. Yeah, she, she carries on dancing, but being like, <laughs> sorry, when in doubt, just have a little dance, have a little boogie. I just like to think at this point because at this point she's dancing with Frank. Um, hmm. I mean, she's also, you know, in like those old dramas when it, the the period dramas when they have like their little skip along and then every now and then there's like yeah. they're standing at the end, yeah. so they're not dancing just yet. Mm-hmm. But, but that's also meant to be the point where they yeah. can talk. Dun, 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 it's at that dun, dun, point dun, dun, when she's um, watching. Also, just imagine Frank. They're like, hey, oh, oh, okay. I guess I'll wait. I guess I'll wait then. Alrighty, righty. You ready to go? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. He's, so Mr. Elton successfully humiliated Harriet, or like making her out to be the only woman unworthy of dancing with, mm. as well as twisting the knife in even more because he knows that she fancies him. So mm. it's like an extra stab because like I no one wants to dance with you and I don't want to dance with you. Like it's mm. so mean. Yeah. She's done nothing, nothing to hurt him. She's been done nothing, nothing but you know, be nice to him. Mm-hmm. But when Emma looks back, in another moment, a happier sight caught her. Oh, Mr. Knightley. Leading Harriet to the Knightley. set. Yeah, my brain wanted to say Elton, and I was like, it's not him, he's a cunt. Yeah. Um, Mr. Knightley leading Harriet onto the dance floor. Oh, yeah. come on, Mr. Knightley. Um, Give her yeah. one from us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you, Mr. Knightley. Like, it shouldn't be required. Penny dance! <laughs> Penny dance! This is the thing, because it's like, thank you. But it's like, it shouldn't be a pity thing, because um, but it's nice that he's doing it to, like, cheer Harriet up. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah harry is actually just genuinely a really nice person and she is interesting Mm. and she is really hot not that that matters so Mm. it's like she is a very worthy partner in and of herself yeah like she doesn't need a pity dance but she don't need a pity dance Mm. of course uh, just needs to not be surrounded by dicks yeah um and also the only eligible person in the room really being um frank um churchill which is like well you know Mm. the only there's only one and there's like five women yeah um this is a greatly planned ball guys come on yeah i mean there are other people like jane's dancing with someone but oh but we don't care about him he's b character all the way through i don't even think he's got a name he's c character (laughs) uh anyway um but also you know it's like kind of a big thing like because mr knight he's always like i don't dance um but he's also like the most respected handsome like richest man in town so i fancy him much (laughs) um but you know so it's like a big deal to be led Mm. into the dance floor by him Mm. Um, so he's, you know, really it's on her, solid there. Mm. Um, and of course, Mrs. Elton has to just twist the knife a little mm. more. She spoke some of her feelings by observing audibly to her partner. Knightley has taken pity on poor Miss Little Smith. Very good-natured, I declare. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, no. Fuck off. Condescending cunt. She's not like you because you're a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> Bitch. So, what a um, lovely person. Lovely person. Anyway, mm. dinner is announced, and afterwards, Emma gets the chance to thank Mr. Knightley for dancing with Harriet, mm. which makes it sound like charity. It's not Harriet's lovely, and then mm. all in her own right. But I guess it's more like thanking him for saving the situation and cheering her mate up. Mm. Anyway, this is a poignant moment, dear listener, as this is where Emma, although unknown to herself at this point, begins to get the hots for Mr. Knightley. Like she's like, I never noticed what a strong and powerful dancer he was before. Mm. And he's helping my friends. So out. lithe and springy. Uh, considering he's a man of nearly 40. Mm. Um, but yeah. Nothing so... wrong with a man of nearly 40. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emma's 21. Okay, that was a little bad, Emma. <laughs> no, Emma. And also, he's known her since she was like 12. Okay, no, I'll go back. No, Emma. G- no, get not your... Emma, and Mr. Knightley. Yeah, both of you. Get, get your tongues in. Guess worse. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it's a poignant moment. Emma. Although it's, she doesn't realise it yet, it's when we as the reader start to see that she's fancying Mr. Knightley by, mm. like, you know, she's being like, and she noticed the, his strong step in his dancing and all mm. that crap. Um, however, obviously, they're, they're not brother and sister, but they're brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, so, you no. Know, again, if you have to go... They're not related, but it's too Yeah, much. exactly. Yeah. Um, but luckily, they, they have this conversation for us. So good. That makes me want to cry. Um, so that afterwards they're calling them back to the dance floor. Come, come, Miss Woodhouse, Miss Oatway, Miss Fairfax. What are you all doing? Come, Emma. As you, as you set your companions the example. Everybody is lazy. Everybody is asleep. <laughs> I am ready, said Emma. That wasn't Mr. Knightley. That was like Mr. Weston okay. saying, get dancing. Um, I am you ready. get dancing. Yeah. I am ready, said Emma, whenever I am wanted. Whom are you going to dance with? Asked Mr. Knightley. She had hesitated your a moment, then mum. replied. <laughs> Not him. Not that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will you? Will you ask me? Will you? Said he, oh. offering his hand. Indeed, I will. You have shown that you can dance, and you know we are not really so much hey, brother. You can really dance. You can really dance. Hey. Listen to this. You can really dance. You have shown that you can really dance, and you know we are not really so much brother and sister oh. as to make it as at all improper. <laughs> brother and sister? Huh. No, 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 indeed not. Oh my God, I'm going to be sick everywhere. That's. If I was to write it to make it disgusting, if I was to write incest porn, I don't think I could make it as cringe as that. <laughs> I mean, that is incest. There was no need to say anything. There was You're no need to say related. If you have to have that conversation, it's too close. It's too close. Take your tongue out of their mouth. Stop. Put him down. Put it. 
Put it down. Put it down. Put it down right now. Think about what you did. It's fucking disgusting. 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 Mm. So now they're kind of fancying each other for that. It's okay, guys. They've had the talk and they've established it's not incest. <laughs> so don't worry. So it's all right. They've had right. the talk. Doesn't everyone have that talk? <laughs> yeah, every single time. In, um, um, when I was on holiday in Mexico, like years ago, you have to have a blood test to prove you're not related. What, you're on your wedding day? Yeah, you have to bring your blood test results. Just imagine it on the wedding day. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Shit. And they were like, it's just standard. And I was like, are many people related? Like, sometimes. <laughs> like, usually they don't know. But. What? It's romantic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, obviously, you probably would have had, like, you know, the blood test done a while ago and you just bring the results with you. But can you imagine, like, I suppose we should get our test. Oh. Oh. <gasps> oh my God, you totally fuck with the results, wouldn't you? Just fuck with them. <laughs> No, but then what if they were like, I don't care. <laughs> I do. I mean, nice you like me, but no. No, no, mate, no, no. I don't. I think. Have you ever seen The Good Doctor? No. It's got the kid from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in it. I've never watched it properly, but it was, yeah. it was on, and an episode came on, and the storyline was these two people, these two characters who were a couple, mm. had found out they were um, brother and sister, and the girl was. They'd clearly uh. been together. I think they were like getting married, uh. so they'd been together a long time. And the girl yeah. was like, I can't do it. I can't look at you in the same way. He was like, I still love you. And I'm trying to touch. And she's like, no. And it was just like, they were getting marriage counselling or like relationship counselling. I was just watching it like, no. no. Relationship counselling. Sorry. Duty of care. Like, there's nothing to counsel. Break up. And literally like, no. no. Break up. Yeah. It's weird. It's gross. Put, it's icky. Put, put it down. <laughs> put it down. Put it right down. Put it down, put it down right now. Put it down. No, I, you can't. I don't care how much you love someone, you're going past that. Literally. <laughs> Why did you and your partner break up? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I really, really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Dick. Moving on. Mm. A few days later, Frank Churchill turns up to announce um to uh, turns up unannounced a heartfelt with a weak and fretting Harriet in his arms. Um. So. So he shows up at Hartfield with fretting Harriet in his arms. He's just carrying her. Yeah. He's oh. like because he, he's like this was the closest place, and she's like. Basically, Fretting. like on, she like, keeps fainting. Basically, oh. she's like, I've had an ordeal, and being a woman from Victorian ilk, mm. that's a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is quite what she, what happens isn't nice, but it's just a bit racist, so we're yeah. gonna go over it. Um, Brilliant. We're gonna skim over it, basically. Um, it's important for the story. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's not great. So we have a stereotype um, of a group of gypsies jumping Harriet right. and taking her purse. And moving in um, for more, basically. Um, oh. Yeah. They don't, um, because Frank appears just in time to save the day. Um, that's going to go into a bit more detail in the book, but we're not going to. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on. Um, but obviously, that's quite a scary and unpleasant yeah, thing to Yeah, I mean, Jane Austen obviously made some horrendous like racial stereotyping, but just to... There's an even worse bit. Yeah. Um, so basically... Oh, sorry, I rubbed my eyes and now I can't see. <laughs> now I'm blind. I'm a bit scared. <laughs> I got my makeup in my eyes. That's gone blurry. I can't read. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Um, so yeah, Harriet is unharmed. Obviously, that's still Trump. I'm not trying to undermine that. That would be traumatic. It's yeah. just the fact it's racist. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's shaken up and obviously um, it's very grateful to Frank for rescuing her. Mm-hmm. Um and Emma's mind begins to plot again. Um, so now she's got, gotten over fancying Frank sorry. Churchill. When you're talking about 
I don't know. <laughs> when you're talking about, I sometimes run it in parallel in, to Clueless in my head. Yeah. And that bit must be when they're in the mall and the boys like tip her over like the fe- uh, wall at the top. Yeah. And um, she's like, no, no, I'm so scared. And then like, um, who will be Frank Turner comes over and like rescues her and everything. Oh, like, oh thank you. Gosh, you're so brave. <laughs> brave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Emma's mind starts plotting because um, now she's got an overfancying Frank Turner, Frank Churchill. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you kind of know someone that plays with Frank Turner. Like Frank yeah. Turner. Um, I saw a lady at the gym the other day who had a Frank Turner T-shirt, but you don't yeah. talk to people at the gym. But mm. I was like, nice, nice. Um, Is that just what you did? Nice, nice. <laughs> um, obviously, she doesn't fancy him because remember the icky haircut. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 of course. course. Now nah, she's just realised that she doesn't actually want to get married. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, but she's thinking of matchmaking him and Harriet, and then. There's just a horrific quote where she's like, the gypsy, they may be not making any fortunes of their own, as in like fortune telling. Oh, I thought she set... meant in stealing valuable stuff. I see it. I mean, I'm trying to find it if you want. Because like, yeah. if like you had just been mugged, like the muggers, although not making a fortune of their oh, own. That's a bit funny. Yeah, I was um, like, if you've no, when she... you're funny, you're funny. <laughs> she had soon afterwards reason to believe that the beginning was already made and could not but hope that the gypsy though she had told no fortune, oh. might be proved to have made Harriet's. Great. It's not right play on words, a bit racist, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that is important for the story, just to see that um, now Emma's trying to match make Frank and Harriet, um, with a lovely sprinkling of racism. Mm-hmm. Um, what could be more perfect than him heroically rescuing her to plant the seeds of love? Mm. So... We're now in the height uh, of summer. That's a horrible saying. Yeah. Plant the seeds of love. Sexy. <laughs> I think it's hot. I think it's sexy. <laughs> I think it's pretty. <laughs> uh, so we're now in the height of summer and Mrs. Elton was devastated to hear her sister and her husband will not be visiting until the autumn. Determined to have an absolute fabulous summer filled with adventures to tell them about, for you know they went on many adventures at Maple Grove. Yeah. <gasps> she, um, she's talking to Knightley and... Um, Basically, um, gets an invite to a party. Mm. Well, we're going to go into it. Start. Mm. Let's try to find where the yellow is. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> what are we to do? This year will wear away at this rate, and nothing done. Before this time last year, I assure you, we had had a delightful exploring party from Maple Grove to Kings Weston. You had better come exploring at Donwell, replied Mr. Knightley. That may be done without horses. Come and eat my strawberries. They're ripening fast. We're flexible, okay. We're flexible, okay. <laughs> if Mr. Knightley did not begin seriously, he was obliged to proceed so. For his proposal was caught up with delight, and the, oh, I should like it in all things, was no plainer in words than manner. Mm. You may depend upon me, she, um, said she. I certainly will come. Name your day, and I will come. You will allow me to bring Jane Fairfax. I cannot name a day," said he, "till I have spoken to some others whom I wish to um, who I would wish you to meet, um, who I would wish to meet you. Oh, leave all that to me! No. Only give me a carte blanche. I am Lady Patroness, you know. It is my party. I will bring friends with me. I hope you will bring Elton," said he. Mm. "But I will not trouble you to give any other invitations. Oh, it's no. not your party. It's not your house. Mm. Um." Oh, now you are looking very sly. But consider you need not be afraid of delegating power to me. I am no young lady on her um, preferment. Married women, you know, may be safely authorised. It is my party. Leave it all to me. I will invite your guests. No, he calmly replied. 
There is but one married woman in the world whom I can ever allow to invite what guests she pleases to Donwell, and that one is Mrs. Weston, I suppose, mm. interrupted Mrs. Elton, rather mortified. No, Mrs. Knightley, until she is in being, I will manage such matters myself. Ah, oh, you are an odd creature. <laughs> I shall wear a large bonnet and bring one of my little baskets hanging on my arm. Here, probably this basket with pink ribbon. Nothing can be more simple, you know. I mean... She so she keeps going on like earlier and she's like, I do not care for fancy dresses. However, I did want to look nice tonight. Do you like my pearls? <laughs> and now she's like, I don't care for fancy dresses. However, I will wear a big bonnet and I'll have a nice basket. <laughs> I mean, kind of cottage core vibe. Yeah, kind of a vibe. Kind of a vibe. Kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um, but I hate the bitch. <laughs> that That's the worst of the person you hate has got like really cool shit as well. And you're like, oh, and it's like, you look like, great. A nice bonnet, mm. pink ribbon on your basket, picking strawberries. I mm. know you're gonna look good. <laughs> yeah. What a bitch. Anyway, nevertheless, a party is put together, including the Eltons, the Westons. Um, Mr. Uh, Weston has um, insisted he'll bring Frank along, and Mr. Knightley's a bit like, ah, uh, uh. Oh, great. Yeah, great. I'm so Pastor. glad. I um, like him so much. He's he's a fucking vibe. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Westons, Harriet, Emma, Mr. Woodhouse, and the Bateses. Mm-hmm. Frank Churchill um, gets called away um so he's like, I'll come much, much later. I'll be there as soon as I can. But mm. yeah, he's not there for the most party. Um, and Miss Knight is like, oh, what terrible shame. <laughs> um, but luckily, the party is sets off to pick strawberries and greatest of joys with Mrs. Elton. <laughs> the whole party were assembled, excepting Frank Churchill, who was expected every moment from Richmond, and Mrs. Elton and all her apparatus of happiness. Her large bonnet, her basket, was very ready to lead the way in gathering, accepting or talking... Um, in way in gathering, accepting or talking, strawberries and only strawberries mm. can now be um, thought or thought or spoken of. The best fruit in England, everybody's favourite, always wholesome. These are the f- these are the finest beds and finest sorts, delightful to gather for oneself. The only way of really enjoying them. Morning decidedly the best time. Never tired. Every sort a uh, good. Hortboy boy inf- infinitely superior. No comparison. The others hardly eatable. Hortboy is very scarce. Oh Chili God. White wood. Um, finest flavour of all price of the strawberries in London abundance about Bristol Maple Grove cultivation she's still when to be renewed gardeners thinking exactly different no general rule gardeners never to be put out of their way delicious fruit only too rich to be eaten much of inferior to cherries currants more refreshing only objection of gathering strawberries the stooping glaring sun tired (laughs) to death could bear it no longer must go and sit in the shade It's my favourite. Yeah, and fucking Dan. And I hate it. <laughs> Ain't she just the worst? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, how can you say? I mean, I realise I've been shitting on Jane Austen a bit, but how can you say anything bad about her? What a beautiful piece of literary <laughs> genius that bit is. I read that. And I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> to be fair, hilarious. Hilarious. Wonderful. Beautiful. Fuck this. <laughs> Wonderful. Very hot. I hate it. <laughs> the shade, okay. The shade. So um, we're going to leave them there for this week. Okay. Um, there's going to be a little bit more at the um, strawberry party that we're going, but it's it's been involved. So we're going to come into that next week. Okay. Um, but I will let you know that Frank Churchill does show up at the party. Oh, does he? He does. Um, does he bring a raspberry? He looks like a raspberry. He's clearly really hot and bothered and he gives Emma the ick more. Because <laughs> he's like, he's not his usual cheerful self. He's like clearly in a bad mood. And she's like, oh, well, you're here now. Like, have a glass of lemonade and calm down. He's like, I'm angry. And you're like, 
Okay. Um, I just need to remember something. So for my job, I had to go to another venue today and it's Gilbert White's house in Selborne. And um, Gilbert White was a, I guess, like a kind of like horticulturist kind of person in like the 18th century. And he loved growing melons, which were quite hard to grow. Obviously, they're, they're still yeah. hard to grow in the UK. And so he would like, um, oh, do you remember when we walked up the zigzag? in Selborne yes. and you go to Selborne Common his house is like at the bottom of the zigzag I think he mm. made the zigzag um, cool. yeah so he would have melon parties on top so the zigzag's this really steep path that goes up like in the zigzag up the hill and then you've got the common at the top so he'd have um, he'd, like a gazebo or something and uh, or I think they said like a Turkish tent or something um, and put it on the top uh, for him to have his melon parties and his brother would dress up as a oh what did they call it I can't remember but basically cover himself in like hair and furs and jump out and make the ladies jump and the lady that was like describing it she was like we didn't have netflix and i was like that's a pretty weird pastime even without netflix and also disgusting like what kind of there's obviously real fur in that time isn't it i guess i can't remember what the word was she used to describe what he would dress up as i'll have to look it up a yeti no it was something like we probably wouldn't call anything that anymore like but abominable snowman (laughs) (laughs) horrific horrific just like jumping out and making people jump whilst they're eating melon i was like we're a time to be alive yo (laughs) it's a weird time to be alive i still like picking strawberries but yeah and i wouldn't mind a melon party it sounds quite nice yeah yeah in the tent up a hill with someone oh, covered in fur make you scream. Like, ah! Don't you fur on my melons. <laughs> uh, you are not invited. You are not a melon vibe. Like, Gilbert White, you can come with your melons. Your brother is not invited. With his hair. It's weird. It's weird. It's gross. I'm I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I'm here for the melons mm. and the Yeti. And I bet the melon was shit. It's grown in the UK. It's very But small. then again, I guess they haven't got real melon to compare it to. That's true. Yeah. It was actually just an apple. <laughs> yeah, literally like, apple's rather big. <laughs> <laughs> big apple. Um, but anyway. yes, we are going to leave it there today, guys. I'm sorry our country sucks. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry we don't have melon parties anymore. We can have a melon party. We can have a melon party. Yeah. We can have a melon party. Yeah, we well, I realise that we were just telling you about the heights of summer and, uh, to be fair, it was a very good college core vibe. Mm. But now it's cosy autumn, so snuggle up, have a cup of tea and... Get a blanket. Get a blankie. And we'll be back next time for more fun bits with Emma. And if you like what you've heard, follow us on Patreon. Um, follow us on social media. Um, we've got a live show. This will actually go out after the Dr. Squee live show. So you missed it. You suck. Um, but we will have another live show. On Tuesday, on Tuesday. which is it's tomorrow, lads. Oh, so if you're listening on the public um, places, platforms, it's tomorrow. If uh, you are listening on Patreon, y- you've got time for all of them, lads. It's in the next couple of days. So Dr. Squee on Sunday at 8am. Follow us on socials for the links to that. And uh, Tuesday at Hootenannies at Enkama. Again, follow us on the socials. And uh, if not, well, we'll catch you next week, lads. Have a good one. Bye! Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.